0: Today's goddess is known as the Greek goddess of the hearth and temple. She is Hestia. Hello,
1: goddesses and goddess lovers and everybody and Gigi, welcome to <laughs> episode 32 of Goddess Chat with Leos,
0: we are your Dirty hostesses. Too. Dirty too. Wow we're old we're shut old. up
1: I know. saying 32 is old bite your tongue oh we man are, we are your hostesses Jeannie, <laughs> and apparently I'm a crone Nicole so.
0: hi I'm older than this personally <laughs> as well but I'm just saying geez that's a lot of episodes it is it really mm-hmm. is well, everyone, how about you join us as we drink some tea or spirits and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And if you love the show, please rate and review us on Apple
1: Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your chosen listening service is. You can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos. Leos. Or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. And remember, as Titus is showing us right now, the best way to support the show is uh, basically word of mouth. It's
0: priceless. Yeah, bark about us. Bark? <laughs> <Like> my dog. <laughs> he's got a very high-pitched bark. He's uh, a hyper puppy. Oh my gosh, yes. He went to the groomers today and they even said that he's a very hyper happy pup, <laughs> 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 well goddesses, let's grab our drinks and let's chat. Woo!
1: I know Gigi when you said that, uh you sent me the picture of the basically like the report card from the mm-hmm. groomer and he's a hyper what was it a hyper hyper
0: happy boy. dog yeah i was like oh baby and luna was a sweet girl well, she <laughs> like, is. yes yes that is definitely the perfect description of each of them oh absolutely <laughs> luna oh, poor doggies yeah titus he's a long-haired dog and um we normally like to keep him long like we hadn't ever cut him for like seven years and just would brush it out and give them all these luxurious locks of mm-hmm. fur flowing in the wind. And and then I had a baby, and yep. <laughs> uh, I haven't been able to, you know. Take care of him as uh, nicely, and so we had to cut down his hair. And he looks so funny; it's cute, but it's just like, oh, that's not my Titus. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a little baby version of the Shaggy dog, and now he's not Shaggy
0: anymore. Yes, so. yeah, definitely. He no he baby. looks like a completely different dog, but he he probably feels so much better. Oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh um, man, my darling, what are you drinking today? Oh, actually, I am having some of my medicinal l- melange um, tea from um, the Wild Moon Cauldron as well. The um, The last one. Was it the, the Persephone? No, the Persephone no, 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 no. The butterfly pea one. That's
1: that, Persephone.
0: That is Persephone. Okay, that's mm-hmm. right. Hibiscus is um, Aphrodite. Yeah. Yeah. So my Persephone one, which you had the other day, and I'm going to yes, be drinking it out of my pretty mug from her. And I added in a little honey and date syrup for sweetener. So I'm actually fancy. Gonna, it's been brewing right here next to me, and I'm gonna give you a little audio of it pouring into my cup. Oh, oh, do you hear that? Do you hear it?
1: Hey, there are a lot of people on YouTube that make a lot of money off of those. They put like the microphone up to like the weirdest sounds, and people I know the money
0: ASMR. Ooh, it's so pretty. I didn't have any lemon. Um, but it looks like the date in it also had a reaction with it and it turned purple. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. mine was like super blue. Yeah. So if you add lemon to it, it changes purple. Ooh. So the date or the honey in there had a chemical reaction with it. And now I've got a beautiful purple mug of tea. Nice. It's very,
1: very spiritual and divine. I'm uh, drinking out of my goddess mug, but I'm drinking some kombucha because my body's hurting today.
0: I think we've both been um, trying to get on that kombucha train um, to help our guts. (laughs) Come on, ride the kombucha.
1: (laughs) Ride it up. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, For that happy gut.
1: Yeah, right? I had um, a quote-unquote bachelorette party, but it wasn't. I mean, we're all, you know. Mature ladies of the evening. And uh, it was just lovely dinner and lots of wine. And all yesterday, I was like, Gigi, I'm dying. This is it. I can't handle it.
0: I know. And then I'm telling her, I'm like, I felt hungover too, but because I had too much sodium with my Panda Express dinner. (laughs) Do you remember when we were cool? My God. (laughs) When we would rip off our Spanx in the drive thru at Jack in the Box and get hit on by 21 year olds. Oh, good old oh, day. No, oh, yeah. I wouldn't trade those days. No. <laughs> girl,
1: get out of here, that scary, insecure little girl. My oh, goodness! Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> um, was there a little bit of housekeeping that you wanted to do before we start?
0: <laughs> yes, I just wanted to yes, know. yes. So you know we are the queens of knowing how to pronounce things properly because we do I, our homework all we're the time. So you know, good we're just it. we're so good. so good. And I have you know noticed that there are times when i'm reading our um our uh whatever it's called correspondences um and talking about different herbs and flowers and whatnot and apparently i've been pronouncing one thing horribly incorrectly this entire time and it sounded so melodic the way i so shocked said it i felt it sounded very very beautiful it's calendula is the way i would say it but it's actually pronounced canendula. So, <laughs> very I like, different I like
1: our Italian version calendula Calendula,
0: yeah so I felt like it was just very like melodic sounding like calendula and now it's calendula it's very it's very aggressive now so okay. yes um thank you for not correcting us I know um thank all you, that everybody. time and just laughing at us like oh they don't even know how to say calendula like <laughs>
1: But no matter what, I will always think of it as the
0: calendula. I'm like, calendula, calendula.
1: calendula.
0: <laughs> oh, there oh we go on that goodness. one. Yes, that, <laughs> that is where we are. All
1: right. Well, that makes me very happy. Thank you for the <laughs> yes.
0: Calendula. Thank you, calendula. <gasps>
1: that sounds like the like, Roman um, emperor or something. Oh, yeah. Like, callicula, mm-hmm. be like, Cal- mm-hmm. calendula. Yes, All it's right. very aggressive. Very aggressive, aggressive. So aggressive. <laughs> oh
0: man well are you ready to chat I am let's do this okay
1: <laughs> All right, goddesses, today's sources are um, two different websites we used was uh, goddessgift.com. I do adore that that website. It's just a lot of fun. They have cute little stories on there. And then also um, worldhistoryedu.com. Oh,
0: so, it's not dot .edu.
1: Right? It was throwing me off. I was like... No, the EDU is in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, The standard, the uh, Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander, just because I love it. And uh, two different oracle cards, the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. We haven't used her in a while. And the Goddess Guidance Oracle cards by Adoring Virtue. So the name Hestia is um, basically Hestia's Roman counterpart is Vesta. So generally mm. Hestia's name invokes a sense of hearth. And hearth, hearth? I know. See, there's another thing. Is is that like is just um or is mm. that just like I think a dialect it's
0: thing? I'm gonna go with hearth. Is it dialect or is there an actual, you know? I'm gonna
1: channel my ancient Roman counterparts and okay. I'm thinking it's hearth.
0: hearth hearth
1: Hearth. i like hearth better never mind so (laughs) on the other hand her name could also mean home or family so she's the fireplace she's the home she's the family
0: Ah, the warmth the warmth
1: the third and final meaning of hestia pertains to the state so for example in almost every greek how do we say that pritanium pritanium thank you which is the administrative seat of government a huge her- hearth <laughs> now you got me all like worried <laughs> hearth dedicated to Hestia was found it was in those places where ancient greeks offered s- oh several sacrifices mm-hmm. and prayers to the greek gods the hearth was also a place for people to gather and form social strong social and civic bonds Hertz of those natures made Hestia commonly associated with issues of community or state well-being. Interesting. She's got that going for him. Community so, involvement. And well-being. So Hestia's appearance of all the 12 Olympians, Hestia is one of the least portrayed deities. Hmm.
0: Like, my girl.
1: But and she's e-
0: got her uh, little thing in all the civic areas. Interesting. Right? It's mm-hmm. like the kitchen they just yeah, you know they're like, they're like it's just there. At. yeah it's it's just common knowledge that it's there
1: yeah except now with all these like repo shows and everything they're like obsessed with kitchens which i'm into it mm-hmm. that's cool so and even when she is shown she is depicted as a modest woman in very humble clothes with a hood over her head in her hands was generally a staff or a fire and if those depictions weren't modest enough, Hestia's throne is a simple wooden throne. She's like, I, I don't need much. Just She's all cottage core. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Hestia's depictions in modern manner stem from the belief that she was, I kind of had a not a body experience right then when I was reading that. Ooh. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I had right. deja vu the other day.
1: Oh. Isn't Ooh. it weird when that stuff hits you?
0: Well, see, it was funny because I was doing makeup on a client and I was like, I just had deja vu. We're supposed to be here. Yeah. And she's like, okay.
1: You're like, she's like, yeah, I paid you. You're
0: supposed to yeah. be here. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay.
1: So Hestia's depictions in modest um, manners stem from the belief that she was particularly concerned with maintaining the family and domestic affairs of the community. Unlike the drama packed <laughs> lives and adventures of her siblings and other Greek gods, Hestia, oh, remains- yeah. Yeah. Hestia <laughs> she just remains glued to her task.
0: For she's the this... common de- denominator and helps uh, be the moderator, it seems. Absolutely.
1: So, for this, she's earned the respect and the admiration of all the gods. The goddess of the hearth has also been described as pure and peaceful. She typically maintains a non confrontational attitude. So, she's like the big sister. Yeah. And she is the big sister. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just kind of like, guys, let's just relax. Here's some coffee. Breathe.
0: Let's take a deep breath in <laughs> and a deep breath out. All right. Now let's talk about this logically here. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get into some legends and mythology about her, shall we? Yeah. So. <laughs> I didn't know if you yeah. were asking. Yeah. me. sorry. <laughs> you know, I kind of was. It was kind of rhetorical. I don't know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Hestia is so ancient of a goddess that she is invoked by simply lighting a fire in your hearth. So she was central to civilization because she represented the center of her home, the community, the town, the city, and no meal could be eaten without her, for she was the very fire that transformed the ingredients into nourishment. The goddess Hestia is the daughter of the Titans, G- Kronos and Rhea, and this makes her the oldest of her siblings, Demeter, Hades, Hera, Poseidon, and Zeus. Woo Poseidon. big sister vibes. <laughs> Hestia was believed to have been born twice. Oh, that's a little traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the first one, she is seen as the eldest of her siblings, and in this account, She was also the first child to get swallowed by the mad titan Kronos. Oh, yeah, we remember that story with Gaia. So shortly after, Kronos swallowed the remaining four children of his. So owing to quick thinking by Rhea, Zeus, the youngest of the siblings, was able to avoid that sad event that befell his siblings. And the mature and stronger Zeus would later return to force Kronos to vomit his siblings from his stomach. And this is where Hestia's second birth comes. That's a worse bur- bur- birth. <laughs> <laughs> I was bird the vomit. So Guys, <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I got some PTSD here. Yeah, just a little bit. So she was actually the last child to be disgorged by Kronos. How so, awesome yes. was that word, huh? So, disgorged. disgorged. I've oh, disgorged goodness. this muffin today. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, it's actually for the above reason that um, Hestia is referred to as the first and the last deity of the original six Olympians. Hmm. Hmm. So considered one of the virgin goddesses, she chose not to have a husband like Artemis and um, independently pursued what mattered most to her. So, yeah, independent. That's right. She shunned male attention and withdrew to a quiet life of contemplation. So, Which, in a sharp oh, oh I was going to
1: say after I told Chris, I go, you know, I love you, but anything happens to you, I'm I'm just going to have a little cottage
0: with mm-hmm. Gigi
1: and and no kids. Sorry, James, not allowed. God and, damn, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll just have cats, and we we'll, we can bring the dogs too. That's fine.
0: We'll, we'll see how they're doing by then. Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: like, I might just need to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so in sharp contrast to many Greek gods and goddesses, Hestia never had a consort or a husband. So she, along with the goddesses Athena and Artemis, um, committed herself to remain an eternal virgin. Thus, Hestia, Artemis, and Athena make up the famous three virgin goddesses whose hearts cannot bend Or be ensnared by a romantic love, not even by Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love. And you know, she probably tried. She tried her
1: hardest, too. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely, because, you know, she's sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a Wednesday, got nothing to do. Yeah, let's go see who I can snare in my web of uh, love and romance. Mm. So, yes. Owing to to this vow, Zeus, the king of the gods, elevated Hestia to the position of royal hearth, arguably, arguably the highest honor any god can receive on Mount Olympus. And it is for this reason that some accounts of the story describe her as the chief of the goddesses or the maiden divinity, even above Hera and Athena. Ooh, bet chief of that. the goddesses yeah. you know it makes me feel like um I, don't, I i told this to you earlier james lately has been kind of um sarcastic it's been funny and um when i'm getting extra bossy and trying to tell him to do something and he's not listening he says yes captain mommy <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you already have a position of power as mommy, but now I'm Captain Mommy because it's like elevated. Just like a goddess is already powerful. Now she's chief of the goddesses. Yep. So <laughs> it's, it's good to be the chief. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. So Hestia's oath remained unshakable. Turning down love proposals from, oh, Poseidon oh, mm-hmm. but- and Apollo. Oh. But Poseidon's her brother, so it'd be brother-husband, I, you know? I mean, I'm just thinking for you. Oh,
1: yeah, no, for me, it's awesome. Yeah. But.
0: <laughs> I mean, Poseidon is your your love. <laughs> yeah, I, like I mean, him. imagine turning down. I mean, they're all into the brother love stuff. So, yeah. you know, seems odd. I like them but... like a lot. <laughs> I like them like a lot, yes. So owing to this, um, her fellow gods always came to her defense whenever another deity threatened her chastity. So, in one incident, um, Priapus, a minor god of fertility, fruits, and male genitalia, <laughs> attempted to Sorry, trigger I'm warning. Years old, it's but... okay. That's why I said genitalia. <laughs> yeah. So, trigger warning, he attempted to um, rape Hestia, who was sleeping. True. So, an ass's brain caused Hestia to wake up and fend off Prepius. Who Priapus, who um, was then severely beaten by the gods for his transgressions. Good, so, as you should. Thank you to that ass. Mm-hmm. Thanks for brain, brain waking her up. Yeah, her defense, and I like <laughs> that they all like defended her because, I mean, when you think about um, in Aphrodite's story, when they all threw her under the bus, yeah, you know, like come on well help each other out i know but still i know i'm not saying no one anyone deserves it but yeah yeah well she also um turned her back on power prestige and possessions so as a result she managed to stay out of the convoluted conflicts romantic affairs and ego dynamics that engulfed many of the other olympians that is like the greek like God's in perfect summary <laughs> mm-hmm. right? <laughs> convoluted conflicts, romantic affairs, and ego dynamics. <laughs> That's... I love it, yeah, she's like the nun of the Olympians. It is like, like the the first soap operas, oh, totally, For... oh, it's mm-hmm. dynasty,
1: yeah, dynasty,
0: yes, dynasty days of our lives. <laughs> So she, um, instead, she concerned herself with domestic life. So despite her lack of glamour, many Greeks honored Hestia with prayers before meals and with rituals um, at significant life events such as childbirth. Aww. So instead of saying like, God is great, God is good, let me have some of this food or whatever it is, you know? and like, um, Hestia is great, Hestia is good. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> goddess is great, goddess is good. Yes. So um, legends actually conflict about whether to include her as one of the 12 Olympians Perhaps because, as some sources suggest, she gave up her position to the more assertive Dionysus in order to ease tension among the deities. So basically, Hestia gave up her seat and went to tend the hearth so that she, um, so that the new god of ecstasy and wine, Dionysus, could be seated, just being a good hostess. That's all she was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, oh, hold on, let me go get some wine. And then Dionysus
1: slides right in, you know.
0: She's like, it's okay, you look comfortable I'll just okay. continue cleaning up
1: That's fine
0: uh, Okay, ho-hum <laughs> so, <laughs> so Hestia stayed clear of the drama of goddesses such as Hera and although she demonstrates kindness and nurturing qualities she remains emotionally reserved So she's comfortable with her own company and she enjoys solitude hmm. I mean, she's kind of goals <laughs> Right? right? <laughs> Gosh So on one hand, she's the temple priestess, the nun, Mm -hmm. the keeper of sacred rituals and spiritual life. And on the other hand, she focuses on ordinary everyday tasks in the home with an attitude of mindfulness, making them her meditation and thus injects peace and harmony into all that she does. I love that. So as a goddess of the hearth and sacrificial flame, Hesia is linked with fire. And because early heathens were usually round um, I'm sorry, heathens. <laughs> <laughs> because early hearths were usually round. Those round is... heathens? <laughs> like, they're the they're, they're round, okay. <laughs> I guess you would be all that gluttonous, you know, <laughs> the lifestyle. The moment I am with it, I was like, yeah, those heathens are really, really round. <laughs> I hate them. So because early hearths were usually round, her symbol is this circle, which also represents <laughs> oh, perfect. So known as the fire goddess who brings warmth to households, kind of like Brigid, mm-hmm. um, both as a temperature and as an emotion. Ooh. So hello. Look at that. Coming More. in two different levels. He's like, I'm coming in hot. Literally and figuratively. So... <laughs> The ancient Greeks actually paid enormous attention to the maintenance of their hearths down in temples and community centers with, such as the prytaneum or agora and they believed that the fire had a direct bearing on the cohesion and unity in the in the community. So not if not properly maintained the society could be plunged in, into chaos. Mm-hmm. So when lighting up a hearth fire the Greeks performed a number of special rituals and prayers.
1: That's kind of like Solis too. I think in the back mm-hmm. they had the the ritual things. Real quick, goddesses, if you hear like lawnmower or a, a saw, the neighbors are cutting down all of these bushes that would block me from seeing their yard. So I'm sad and it's loud. So I apologize. <laughs>
0: Aww, well, I mean, I haven't noticed it. So hopefully okay, we don't hear You're much. Just,
1: if you do, I apologize.
0: So Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess... It's not that. It's sad that there's going to be blocking that, but at the same time, you it's know, good because it they're not all... tearing down a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no property. it was it's all weeds and, and mm-hmm. bad stuff but yeah. yeah. Well back to Hestia oh. um, women were usually chosen as the heads of Hestia's cults and temples. So these women were also the matriarchs in their families. And at the community or state level, however, a high-ranking civil servant or powerful state official was chosen to lead the prayers to Hestia. So compared to other Greek deities, Hestia did not have many dedicated cult centers and temples. And this was because the Greeks believed that every temple in the land was a dwelling place of Hestia. Oh, Okay. So she just automatically, they're like, okay, we don't need to create them. Everyone has it already. She is there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, however, there was quite a number of temples dedicated to Hestia at Sparta and at Er Erminoni. Erminoni. Ermione. <laughs> i'm
1: just letting you struggle with that one sorry about that i
0: think it's ermini er- yeah blah, sure. blah, 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 blah. just go back and go sparta so yeah, this is sparta. sparta so as we also associate hestia with the wise woman archetype from her elevated detached position she's capable of acting without ego in a calm steady peaceful way that brings order to everyday existence so in a human's life she's represented as the elder dominant woman in the household who holds everything together i'm I'm humbly raising my hand Mm -hmm. um So, other interesting myths about the Greek goddess Hestia are that as families in ancient Greece moved from placing importance on the religious aspects in a home, so did the hearth fade into obscurity.
1: Aww.
0: That's kind of sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Hestia's half brother was called Chiron, and he was the wisest, most just of all the centaurs in Greek mythology. And ancient Greeks believed that Chiron was responsible for teaching a great deal of heroes, including Achilles, Ajax, and Theseus. Hmm. Theseus? Theseus? Theseus, yeah. Theseus. Yeah. Okay. Theseus, yeah. I'm like, oh, did it's I say that right? Oh, um, wait, I, I stopped there. There's actually more. Oh, um, tell Persis, me, Hercules, 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 Hercules. Uh, or Heracles, apparently. Um, Jason, Aeneas, Odysseus, etc. So Chiron even tutored Dionysus, which is the Greek god of wine and pleasure. Wine and pleasure. Mm. I indulged
1: in some worship of. Uh... Dionysus on Saturday. Oh, yes,
0: you did. Oh. Dionysus is right there with you. Oof. Oh, wow. Woo. And you've been feeling her wrath since. <laughs> no. no, he's he's been kicking my ass since. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Very much so. So, um, the Greek goddess Hestia did have some level of following at Delos. And in ancient Greece, the act of carrying the fire from one's mother town to a new town symbolizing the maintenance of Hestia's domestic blessings. Hmm. So that's like the Olympic torch idea. hmm Interesting. So she was also responsible for keeping the fires of the hearth on Mount Olympus burning continuously. And she did this by using the fatty portions of the sacrificed meat to the gods as fuel. So Very smart. smart. So Very smart. Very smart. Using all parts of the animal. That's right. In some cases, Hestia was omitted from the 12 Olympian gods. The Greek god of wine, Dionysus, often took her place in such cases. And such was her importance and by existence. The importance of hearth that placing her among the 12 Olympians was a bit redundant. So Hestia was the first to be invoked during all sacrifices. Wow. That alone shows how much ancient Greece and Rome revered her. Yeah. Um, Vesta was the name of the ancient Romans. Um, that the ancient romans gave to hestia and like the greeks romans attributed similar qualities attributes and functions to the goddess vesta in the month of june the romans usually celebrated a festival called vestalia in order of in honor of the goddess vesta and during this festival people walked barefoot and offered prayers and sacrifices to vesta Hestia and Hermes, the messenger of the gods, were believed to be the ones who showed mankind the art of building houses. Huh. And in a very popular hymn to the goddess Aphrodite, the writers heap enormous praises on Hestia and Hermes.
1: <laughs> They're like the double H's.
0: Mm-hmm. Hello.
1: H-H-H-H-H. Hello. H-H-H-H. Oh, man. that's There's so much that... She is seriously like the center of their world. It's crazy. And the most level-headed. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So some activities and rituals that you can do to connect with Hestia is when you need to detach from the stress of everyday life, ask Hestia to guide you. Mm. I'm, I'm asking right now. Guide me, Hestia. Yes. Um, This one got me because yesterday I was doing a lot of chores and I was just like so cranky about it. But practicing mindfulness or conscious awareness of being in the present moment is a good way to channel Hestia's spirit. So to do this, focus your attention on each action you undertake, especially ordinary tasks such as washing dishes or folding laundry. Did a ton of that. And see it as a
0: sacred function of being in the world. Oh, my gosh. I need to be so much more mindful. Of I know. to be able to get through all my mental blocks then. <laughs>
1: I know. At mealtime, offer thanks to Hestia for the simple comforts and blessings in your home. Thank you, goddess. Thank you. Spend time each day in meditation to quiet your mind and quell, I like that, quell the ego's demand for dominance which, as Leo's, it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. That damn ego, such a bitch. Yes, it is. <sighs> Notice when your emotions are interfering with your common sense, which is like all the time for me. Come on, <laughs> and take a few deep breaths and ask Hestia to help you step back and view things from a wise woman's perspective.
0: It, instead of like, what would Jesus do? What would the wise woman do? Yeah. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, we need to copyright that. Yeah. Along with our crone life and codependent goddesses. What, what would, would the wise, wise woman, woman do? What woman do? Um, call upon her
1: to oversee changes you'd like to make in your living situation. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on to some correspondences about this beautiful goddess of the hearth and home and fire. Some symbols and objects are, of course, the hearth the home living flame <laughs> <laughs> architecture because you know they taught them how to build houses her and hermes mm-hmm. bowl veils pantry and keys hmm those are staples of a home definitely right. i thought it said bowels for a moment <laughs> <laughs> hey just like i saw the yeah. uh, hearth said heathens and so, round
1: heathens
0: <laughs> So, um, some colors associated with her are gold, dark rose, lavender, silver, and black. All sexy colors, right? Interesting. Gemstones are amethyst, garnet, gold, silver, and brass. Hmm. Incense-scented oils would be rose, clover, and orange. Animals could be cows, pigs, and donkey. Donkey. Thank you, donkey. Donkey. Um, Foods, flowers, and herbs are the Angel's Trumpet, which is De Tora, uh California Poppy, Goldenrod, Hollyhock, Purple Coneflower, and Yarrow. Aww, I like all of those. No calendula. Sorry. No calendula.
1: <laughs> damn you. <laughs> so some of the oracle cards that um, kind of pay tribute to Hestia. From the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. Hestia, the home in the hearth. Meaning of the card. Hestia has come to tend her hearth fire in your life and to tell you it's time to focus on home. Whether you are living alone with your family or with friends, it is time to make your home a priority. Perhaps you are living in a house that is not your home or with people you don't really want to live with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps your home is filled with so many others that you have no space of your own. (laughs) This is wow, this is hitting us hard. Woof, cut me deep, Hestia. <laughs> Perhaps your life is such a busy whirlwind that your dwelling is not your home, merely a place to change clothes and sleep. Oh you cut me deep. Jeez. <laughs> Ouch. Now is the time to come home. Hestia says that wholeness is nurtured when you learn to come home to yourself and then to create an appropriate physical manifestation, a home that will nurture
0: you. She cut me deep. Ouch. (laughs) Ouchy, ouch. Oh, man. Well, let's talk a little bit about another, one of our goddess guidance um, oracle cards from Doreen Virtue, Vesta, which is home. Your household situation is improving either through a move, or a healthy change in the occupants. That sounds like one of those like fortune cookies you get.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a healthy
1: change in occupants mm-hmm. in bed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, hello. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have a lot of money. That's bed. what that's what Aphrodite would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, uh, we also have the message from Vesta corresponding to that beautiful fortune. Um, <laughs> There is an undying flame within your soul, and it's the light, seed, and spark of your consciousness. 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 Your, Your outer world reflects your inner world. Take a look around your home. Does it reflect warmth? If not, this is easily remedied with the Oh, so important to do. It's a simple task of using your creative imagination to add warm energy into your household, such as lighting the fireplace or some candles, adding cozy blankets and pillows, displaying greeting cards and fresh flowers. By warming up your outer world, your inner flame responds to meet it. This increases your energy level, which automatically shifts all outward appearances toward the better. Watch how these simple steps recharge the flame within everyone in your household. This flame cleanses away negativity and brings the n- in the new with a vigor and irresistible invitation. Mm, that's
1: so true. I bought sunflowers a couple weeks ago, and it was just so nice. Every time I came down the stairs, I saw them, and I'm like, oh,
0: I um, love you. Yeah, I don't have any flowers in my home at the moment, but I have been... Um, being very mindful when I do do my housework um, in recent weeks that I've been putting on music and lighting incense while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And just to like change the atmosphere and make it more of a joyous experience. Joyous so, experience of reaching out to Hestia. Yes. Thank you, goddess. That's
1: right. So in closing, um, we have a very simple quote from the poet Homer. Who wrote of Hestia, among all mortals, she was chief of the goddesses. Thank you, chief goddess. That's right. Basically, you don't need to say anything more than she was, pardon my language, the boss bitch. Mm-hmm. I love her. So she was pretty good. It was just her. Yeah. Yeah. She was the son. She was the little old Italian grandma in the kitchen coming in and you're she's like you hungry manja manja
0: (laughs) oh my gosh this i don't know this was a this is a really cool goddess yeah i mean even though she's so simple she is so profound that's deep I'm trying. I'm trying here. I that. know. I don't even have anything to add to that. <laughs> I do have to add though. My my tea went back to blue. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Explain hmm. that chemistry. Oh, hello. Maybe maybe Elizabeth can let us know like, why in your it was face chemistry. Purple and now it's blue. Interesting. Oh. I guess that little thing like neutralized in there. Interesting. I love it. I never
1: understood any of that stuff in chemistry, like when they do the litmus test and all the Uh, oh, with the bases and acids and alkaline and all that. I don't know. Goodness,
0: goodness gracious, great balls
1: of fire. But no, I I really loved um, Hestia, and you know the reason we did Hestia this week was um, because Wednesday is the autumn equinox, so. And today is the full moon! It is! So we wanted to welcome that kind of fall feeling, the home, because we're going to be, or at least my area of the world will be more in the home, um, with the snow coming and cold and hi Lex. Lex is stumbling over his blind ass. Hi baby! Um, And uh, yeah, just something that's warm and, and inviting, so
0: yes this full moon is actually known as the harvest moon yes, yes. i'm like where's my my thing? harvest moon and it also um depending on the timing of the fall equinox whichever month's full moon is closest to the equinox wins the title so in 2021 it's september because um it just depends on that that's it right it says to reap what you have sown And it's also known as the corn moon, the fruit moon, the barley moon, and the hungry ghost moon. Yum, yum, (laughs) yum, yum, yum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm hungry.
0: Oh, oh and, my goodness. Yeah, and if
1: you follow the the witch's wheel of the year, it's Maybon. But that, Oh my goodness, look at all this. This there's week. some controversy. Some people I think it's more Wiccan certain mm-hmm. ones don't believe Maybon's an actual holiday. I just love it because it's kinda like the witch's Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yes. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's the second harvest, mm-hmm. it's welcoming fall. I'm like,
0: Apples into it, you know mm-hmm. so- yeah, I just saw a cute little um reel where they made a little apple cider um, thing in one of those um containers um, that you like put like lemonade or something in it where they have the little spigot at the front. You know, <laughs> for like a party. And they put the cinnamon and all the apple slices mm. in there and then they filled it with cider and I was just like ooh and then each cup for, it's like perfect for a party. Put some cloves in there and then I love pour that. out your cider with your cinnamon and cloves or whatever. So, well I'm looking yeah. at
1: my, my Llewellyn's which is the book thing and it's talking about like it's also a vine moon and so it's saying that this harvest time pour yourself a chalice I like that. Mm. Of wine or sparkling grape juice in honor of the grapes and the vine moon. Step into the moonlight and speak a toast in gratitude for all you have to harvest and all the support that was available to you along the way.
0: I'm going to do that tonight. I have a little white Me one in too. the fridge. Unfortunately, I don't have my Silky's candle chalice burned down yet. I know. We got some um, burning that. <laughs> but I do have, um, you know, my, my lovely... um a uh, glass that we got from the de davanti show yeah the the coupe. i will be i will join you with that then huh? yay or we can even do our madonna inn Ooh, um that, fancy that fancy challenge. glasses yeah. we'll have to oh, i'm gonna post some pictures of those in our stories we have yeah. these beautiful um chalices from madonna inn in um san luis obispo california it's, they're beautiful so you said you'll
1: post in our stories where can people follow us oh look at, well.
0: segway. Oh, look at this A segue oh. <laughs> well you can follow us and our stories and our like you know feed on instagram at Goddess Chat Leos, and um, you can also email us goddesschat at yahoo.com you can find us you know, on whatever listening service of course that you have been reaching us through but specifically if you go to Apple Podcasts you can um, review us you can leave comments um, reviews about us, we'd love to hear them um, we've actually been getting some really sweet interaction from some of our um, followers on our Instagram lately and we're going to be having some more interviews coming up soon from some other
1: so witchy, exciting
0: um you know people that in our community and it's just you know it's it's good things are coming. Lots of lots of happiness. The, the hearth is full of love and warmth. So. Love and warmth. Yes. So you get that
1: chalice and you pour that wine tonight, goddesses. Yes.
0: Cheers to the wine cheers. that
1: went out for your homies while you're at Two. it. No, and you know, and cheers
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: <laughs> cheers to the gratitude that both Gigi and I have. This has brought us closer. This has brought us to learn more about what is very close to our hearts, the different goddesses and just the divine feminine And it's brought us you guys. So we thank you so much. We love your faces. I got all mushy. It's the moon. I'm like, I'm mushy. All Mm. (laughs) All right. Love you, goddesses. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.